Hold on tight, my friend. The end of the year is in sight. And that leaves many a teacher bracing themselves for the crazies to reach their peak. Report cards, testing, behavior issues galore. Yup. The end of the year can give you the same exhaustion you'd get if you went on five field trips back to back. Get ready for three simple tips to make it to the end of the year with your sanity intact on episode 12 of the next chapter for teachers podcast. teacher isn't what it used to be. The good news is you don't have to figure it out all on your own. If you're looking for truth, inspiration, and tips for success in the classroom and beyond, you're in the right place. It's time to turn the page to the future of the profession. This is the next chapter for teachers podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Erin Spinagle, and thank you for listening to episode 12 of the Next Chapter for Teachers podcast. The end of the year is near, but that doesn't mean calm waters and smooth sailing by any means. In a year where the stress has been on an entirely different level since day one, can it really get any worse? All joking aside, the end of the year is a time to celebrate. But it's also sometimes the hardest on your health, especially if you are simultaneously making plans and decisions for next school year, which I'm sure many of you are. For the rest of the season, we're going to focus on how to get through the last weeks of school and how to go at preparing for the year ahead. It's also going to be the focus of the Monday message the weekly strategies and encouragement I send out to my subscribers, and you can find the link to that in my show notes. Before you start thinking about next year, or even this summer, you've got to think about how to get through the next few weeks with your students. While they are being encouraged to do their best on the test and also gearing up for the summer. Everything feels like it's being tested at the end of the year whether it's skills, your stamina, or your patience. Regardless, you deserve to not have everything disintegrate into chaos at the last minute. That's not how any of us want to go into our well-deserved summer break. You and your students need to have some joy here at the end of the year, too, to finish out on a positive note. So today, I'm going to share with you three tips to follow at the end of the school year or before any major break or time off from school, to maintain order and harmony in your classroom until the final bell rings. These simple tips can make all the difference. So this year, as the year draws to a close, keep it simple. And this is what I mean. Social media is amok with beautiful, just gorgeous pictures of fun-looking, themed activities to usher in the spring season and the upcoming summer season ahead. If you have some of those lessons planned, friends, 
That's wonderful. And your students are going to enjoy it and appreciate it. However, if you are running on empty and don't feel like you can crank out anything out of the box over the next couple weeks, that's okay too. If looking at those pictures makes you feel like you can take another step forward, stop looking. This school year has done a number on our executive function, both for teachers and students. And while it looks like fun and it looks like new, adding new things at the last minute may be a great idea to get your students excited about school, sometimes adding more bells and whistles when things have already been blowing nonstop creates too much noise. If you need to stick to the basics these last few weeks of school and in any other time during the school year in future years, it won't make you any less of a teacher and it won't make your kids have any less of a memorable year. Because trust me, there's no way they're going to forget the 2020-2021 school year. Nobody's going to forget this experience. Everyone's goal at this point is to get to the finish line. And you can get there with glitter and scavenger hunts, and that's wonderful. Or you can get there by taking a reliable stroll. So if social media is wearing you down with your own battle between expectation versus reality, you've got to go back and listen to episode three on how to tell if your social media feed is making you sick. Because you've got to do what's best for you and your students here as we finish up the year. The second thing to do is to keep it structured. Chances are you've got some things scheduled for the next month or so of school, either school-wide, whether it's talent shows, or whether it's different things like a virtual career day or a virtual growing up talk for certain grades. There's going to be some interruptions for sure coming up over the next couple weeks. And it's easy when things start to get off schedule to just throw up your hands and just let it all dissolve into the extra long recesses and pick your own partner if that's even allowed with social distancing right now. But the thing is, is that whether you've been able to stick to it this year or not, you do have a plan and a procedure for things in your classroom, right down from lining up to how to use the pencil sharpener. And you've got to keep that structure as much as you can. Because whether you realize it or not, your students thrive on the processes that you've created. Even in this year where nothing has been able to be adhered to because of all of the changes that have occurred. So the couple, the couple months that are ahead of us will run much smoother and your kids will stay focused and more likely stay out of trouble if you stick to your regularly scheduled times and activities as much as you can. Keep that structure in flow. And the third thing that you can do, starting tomorrow if need be, keep it safe. And this is what I mean. Springtime in the elementary school especially can only mean two things. Those dear darling children, even the ones that are so good and are wise beyond their years, will go crazy at recess. They will take more risks than if it's like that TV show Wipeout when they're going crazy and trying to jump on the things in the water. They will 
lose their minds in some capacity when it comes to what's safe and what's not. And then depending on the grade level you're in, hormones are going to be blazing this time of the year. And along with that comes tempers with in recess or any other social time that your students have, things start to really disintegrate. And almost like it turns into an after school pe- special about how not to be a mean girl or a mean guy. So all of us this time of the year, we need to feel physically and emotionally safe. That includes your students. So if you're tired and if you feel like you don't have much left to give your class, the one thing that you can put your focus and energy into is ensuring that your students make the best possible choices these last few months of school. We don't want people to go into this summer with a broken bone or a broken heart. So we always do remember how people make us feel. And I know you're probably mourning some of the things that you're not going to get to do with your students this year at the end of the year because of the uh, stipulations with the pandemic. But they're never going to forget how you made them feel or how you protected them from getting hurt. So they may not remember the lesson that you created that had all the cool technology things and all of the different standards that you hit in a couple years from now, but they will remember when you kept them safe and when you kept them from getting hurt physically or emotionally. So to review, those three strategies that you can start using tomorrow to get you through the rest of the year, keep it simple. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing on social media, no matter how good it looks. Do what's best for your class. Keep it structured. Stick to routines as much as you can. And third, keep it safe. Watch people's health and happiness so that we can all go into summer ready for some peace and rest. So if you liked today's episode and you want more strategies and encouragement like this, make sure to click the link in the show notes to get the Monday message in your inbox. Because even when this season of the podcast is finished at the end of May, you'll still receive tips and inspiration over the next few months during the summer. So see that flicker of light at the end of the tunnel, my friends? In the next couple months, or maybe even weeks, it's going to turn into a blazing flame of I made it to summer break. And what a celebration that's going to be. So let's keep things simple, structured, and safe, and you won't lose your grip. That's all for this episode of the Next Chapter for Teachers podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave a rating, subscribe, and give a review. Join us next time when we turn the page to the future of the profession. Until then, I'm Erin Spinagle, reminding you to be different, but more importantly, be the difference. And I'll see you in the next chapter.